and welcome to the Acolytes of Merlin. We will be talking about Words of Radiance. This is our third episode on the second book of the Stormlight Archive. We are your hosts, John. And Johnny. And we have only a few things left to discuss, having gone through uh, many of the different characters already, and certain uh, magic system yes. things. Th- this is going to be the fun one, I'll call it. This is going to be the fun <laughs> I mean, one. Zephyr Kaladin okay. is fun, but like... <laughs> That's as fun as, almost as fun as it gets, but like, this is, this is the fun stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we can begin with that, um, the different revelations in the yes. mag- magic system that come to light towards the end of the story. Alright. This part of the story, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, shards are dead sprint. They are. Well, the, Shard, so the shard, the shard blades that all the lords and people of Alice of Westeros, Alethkar, <laughs> and we're not just, all of the shard blades that non radiance are wielding are dead sprints. Yes. The others are alive, are like real, are like live ones. So what I, what I said was not technically correct because they are also shards? Yes. So like, it's like okay. that, like, still is a shard blade. Or, gotcha. well, or spear, whatever form she's Shard takes. spear. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, but they're, but they're, they're dead, but they're like dead in the sense that, uh, Superman was dead when he ran out like a battery. Spoilers. In, <laughs> in, 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 in the, the death of Superman. Oh. So, yeah, it, yes, it's just, they're, yes, they're it's like, they're, yep. they're, they're just like not, they're almost not active. Yep, yep. Because they, they could be reactivated under certain circumstances that are not yes, they're, completely they're, understood yet. Yes, there are theories about what could happen mm-hmm. with that. A lot, and we can go a little more into that after Oathbringer, but even the, yeah. But there's still a lot more, more yes. story to go. Yeah. Um, I fixated on this line from Syl. Okay. Uh, break a rock and it's still there. Break a spren and she's still there. Sort of. Break a person and something leaves. Something changes. What's left is just meat. You're weird. (laughs) And not, not only did I think of, oh, there's a lot. Death, death as far as spren goes is not the same thing as how, what we think of when we die. Right, cause it's, how how do you kill an idea and or energy? However you, yeah, yeah, it's like both ideas and and energy cannot be created or destroyed. But I also thought about how that definitely has something to do with how you can't physically cut through a living being. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Is that connection explicit yet? Um, the idea that, uh, that like a, like a, of a shard blade, because she says you're different, a person is different, then and a, a shard, spread. yeah, and a shard blade doesn't. It, it's it, probably it, it's like the the spren is because what they what she says something leaves, which is saying it's, okay the soul of a yeah. person is different. Is, is different from the body of the person, yes. whereas a sprain is a sprain is a sprain, and a rock is a rock is a rock. Right. Uh, yeah, we're getting into spiritual realms. So I figured that, 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 that was I, connected too. I, well, I think, I, I'm assuming, just cause like, I'm, that's what I'm, what you just said about the soul leaving the body, that's what mm-hmm. I'm assuming it is. Um, cause I mean, that's, and even, like, Zeth comes back, but he's not, He's not, he is Zeth, but, and, and it's not like, it's not like he's, uh, th- th- there's, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's not, the, it's not like a hundred percent like Zeth, like he's, or it is, I don't know. Does it depend on how he died? Well, we are not, we're not there yet. <laughs> no, 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 what, what do you mean with the, um. During the fight. Um, we can, no, we can, I mean. Uh, there is something there with that. I don't understand it well enough to let. Oh God, no, we can okay. come. But so with with the Zeth thing, the whole when we we talked about the different and en, uh, endings of the Zeth Kaladin fight on the last episode. But 
Sanderson did, he wanted to make a point about dead shard blades not being able to revive a soul, but live ones can. Which kind, which, but like. Because Kaladin could, is, does that have to, Kaladin healed his arm. Yes. Because, and, and, Zeth saw him do that, and he was like, no way, because he can't do that. That's what I got from that. Um, well, I think that Zeth could probably eventually... Or is he just like, oh, he did that, and he doesn't have an honor blade? Uh, who doesn't have... Yeah, I... So, we should talk about the difference between an honor, the honor blades and shard blades. Would you, do you want to do that now? Sure. It, it's not like super long, but all right. So the honor blades are ten. The ten blades that honor the shard gave to the heralds after they swore the oath pact. And I, I details I don't know yet. But like this, the shard the spren based the shard blades off of the honor blades. So the honor blades. Give the gave the heralds a direct link to honor, meaning that they could base it, and I, what exactly that means we don't really know yet. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming it, and a lot of it, uh, and the heralds are a whole big mystery in general. But like mm-hmm. the the honor blades essentially let you use the surges without oaths. Now, like, originally the honor, the heralds, like, were using them, so it, it's not really like that was a huge deal, because they were bound to, like, the oath, <laughs> uh, in the series, but, go ahead. But, Sorry. Uh, so, on, but honor blades aren't, aren't the same as they used to be, are they? <sighs> I, I think they are. Well, I think they are, because, I, I think they are, um, I'm trying to think of whether, so, the, and Zeth, I think, comments on, or Kaladin, no, or still, or someone comments on this during the fight, but Zeth is using Stormlight a lot faster than Kaladin is. Meaning that, like, in that instance, the Nihel Bond, which is, like, the Radiant Bond, gives, uh, it makes it easier for Kaladin to act to, like, use Stormlight than it does Zeth, Using the honor blade, um, I'm guessing that was not the case with the heralds because reasons, but because reasons, yeah, I, I, I mean, something to do with the oath pact and power bestowed on them by honor. I don't know, but mm-hmm. what did we learn about Shade Smar this book? Not much. Um, really, Shade. Well, I mean, you learn. So Shade Smar is the. Shadesmar is the, um. The Cognitive. Yeah, yeah. So, the Cognitive Realm on Roshar. So it, it so Shadesmar, so like, on, okay. yeah, so say on, yeah. yeah. So on, uh, uh, on, uh, Mistborn yeah, World? So, yeah, so on Skadriel, but yeah, just the Mistborn World, it, it would not, they wouldn't call it Shadesmar. It, it, it might be, I'm put this, like, it, I mean, well, it's, it's different. I mean, similar but different. Yeah. But, like, it is not... It, it, yeah. You, you, when you called uh, Honor a shard... Yes. Uh, I couldn't help but think of certain other similar uh, yes. things in other books. Yes. That- I, yes. <laughs> there. I mean, there is... A lot of this stuff is connected. And I've, yeah, I mean, a lot of this stuff is connected... Some of it is more clear than other stuff right now, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. So, I mean, all we really see of Shadesmore in this book is that, um, there are beads that represent things in the physical realm. Mm-hmm. And that's how, well, we've seen it used both in terms of transportation, which is the sh- surge that Yasna uses when she, like, exits in the epilogue. Teleportation. <laughs> and then, basically. yeah, basically. And then, uh, transformation or, um, soul casting, which is what 
well, what uh, she does in the first book and then what Shalon does a few times in this book. Um, yeah. You're, you're allowed to talk about the fight now. Oh, well, we, we, we already talked about the, we, we talked about the fight in the last one. So I, I don't have, um, I, I don't have, like, I don't really have a, a whole lot else about the fight. Um, okay. then we can, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the main, the main thing I wanted to touch on with the fight was the difference between honor blades and shard and, uh, like I'll call them spread blades, spread blades. Okay. I mean, that's the, like shard blades that are not the honor, honor which is weird because they're called shard blades. But the honor blades are the ones that are based on the shard. Now, granted, the shard is called honor. Yes. But it's still weird that... Yes, I I did find it weird that the... For, I, when I initially... When they, they were, people were initially talking about that, I did find it odd that the honor blades were based off of... Or the, the shard blades, or spren blades, were based off of the honor blades and not the other way around. Um, but I mean, uh, reasons and stuff that we don't like, uh, yeah, I'm sure we're going to get lots of Herald and of pack stuff later, <laughs> but, okay. um, did we talk about, uh, Sadius's death? Oh man, did we? I don't think so. I don't think we did. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I, well, I, I was saying, uh, that. Adolin killing Sadius is going to affect his character arc going forward, and that's something I'm excited about. Yes. Um, it was also the thing that made that shocked me the most of any probably thing that's happened anything that's happened so far, with the possible exception of the uh, Parchment Voidbringers. Oh yes, yeah, that's revelation. A big one. That was the uh, craziest thing in book one, and the craziest thing in book two. And what that death also signified for me is that, so, the enemy is kind of tenuous in book one. Yes. The enemy is the Parshendi. That's, that's clarified from the prologue. Yes. And the entire, everything that happens with at least Dalinar and Kaladin, not Shallan, but Dalinar and Kaladin it, is wait. about fighting the Parshen. We're talking words of radiance. No, we're talking way, way, way of, of kings. kings. Okay. We're talking okay. way of kings. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's been established that from the beginning. Yes. And then they, they were kind of the larger enemy and then everyone was kind of working with just, just working around one another and yes. they were just doing their own thing. And then, by the end of that book, we he Sanderson established the two enemies of Words of Radiance, which are Zeph and Sadius. Yeah, interesting. Okay, go ahead. And now, by the end of book two, one of them's dead, and the other one's disarmed and repurposed. So, I think that clears the way for the the void bringy. Parshendi. <laughs> yes. We'll use uh, that for now. Yep. And I, I thought that that was a, an interesting. Yes. Uh, it, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? A, shift. A ebb and flow. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is. It's interesting because I don't necessarily think of Zeth as like the enemy of one of the main enemies of book. To, even though he kind of is, he's I, yeah. I, I I totally do. The, well, the only I more say that just because he isn't in. He's almost he's he's only in like. But his shadow scenes. looms oh, over yes. the entire book. Oh yes, yeah. This I know we talked about. <laughs> I think we're kind of like that was like my biggest thing that I was excited about going into the Word of Radiant was. Oh wow, Zeth's coming for Dalinar. What are mm -hmm. they going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yes. So yes, in that sense, I completely agree. Um, they also set up Kaladin, Zeth's yeah, everything about the fight's awesome. Kind of like the whole the escalation towards it, both from Zeth's and Kaladin's point of view, is really interesting. Um, mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, I mean the set and that's the Sadius is interesting because he is kind of our he's the most. On, I mean, he's the, he's the most direct antagonist that 
really Dalinar, I mean, a lot of them, but really Dalinar kind of has. And I'll lump in, uh, Kaladin and Adolin under that. Um, because even though you kind of know he's not the main villain for this series, he, he's, you're still expecting like, okay, this is somebody that's going to kind of, like, that Dalinar doesn't intend to kill this guy unless he <laughs> like, like unless, um, there's some extenuating circumstance that basically forced him it, to it, it. And it feels like that Sadius has, he has a very clear cut philosophy, and it feels like that philosophy is something that needs to continue to be grappled with in the story. Yes. So that's why it's such a surprise to lose that progression, lose that no, arc. No, I, I see what you're saying. Um, hmm. And that's, I'm not yeah, saying that is a criticism. I'm no, just saying I know. that that's a no. reason why it comes off as Shocking. such, as such a shock. Well, it, it is, cause you're not, well, you're also not expecting, cause even though Adolin's kind of a hothead, you're not expecting him to do that. Cause mm-hmm. he, he'd fallen pretty well in line under, like what, mm-hmm. his vision, he'd, his vision of what was gonna happen had fallen pretty well in line with Dalinar's by, by kind of mid book two. And that's kind of why I really, one of my favorite whole things in this whole book is the duels as a political view, like political conflict. Mm. Uh, cause they're very much in sync, like, Dalinar's doing really cool political things and like Adolin's like being awesome. Um, but, but yeah, it, it is jarring and I'm, I'm so, go ahead. I also did not know who was gonna die. Oh, and that, I, I could have been either. It could it could have been either. I, I and, yeah. I and I really really like that. Yeah. I like it when a writer can make yeah. you like not say, "Oh, I I no, well they, this this uh, we know which way this fight's going to go since it's to the death and we know he's not going to." It wasn't like No. That. Yeah, but because Adolin could die and the story moves forward. Yes. <laughs> um yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah that's very it's very cool. Uh but yeah, I'm I'm really not going to talk a lot about because I I I hyped this book up a lot, but I, I really I, I I just I don't want to influence your thoughts on opening it one way or another. So mm-hmm. we'll kind of because I I have I will say I had a lot of similar expectations for that you've kind of uh, laid out going into Oathbringer. Um Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, Interludes. Yes. Unless you have, you know, something that should go before that. Um, oh, well, I just, I want to make one more clarifying comment about the Honor Blades. Uh, so the, there are ten of them, one for each Herald, and one for each Order, so one for each Sir, large, sorry, each Honor Blade has access then to two Surges, mm-hmm. whatever Surge, whatever Surges match up with its, like, patron order, so to mm-hmm. speak. Um... Yeah. Okay. So and so it's ten, 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 ten. Everything's ten. yes. Roshar is very. That's like uh, I was going to make another Sanderson comparison, but this so ten is kind of Roshar. Ten is like honors number, kind of, because all the shards of Aiden Elsium kind of have a number, so to speak, and ten, ten is honors. Uh, it's all. It's 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 also kind of what. Sorry. No. It's just. It's. When you think there can't be another detail, there's another detail. Oh, oh, there is. <laughs> uh, and then, um, and then 10 is also, it's kind of also the Rosharan systems, like this, like of the planet Roshar, um, but more so, but like in, in terms of the story, it's more so honors, cause there's also, there, there were 10, uh, cause you can count them in the, it's in the map, one of the maps. Ten, there were ten silver kingdoms. So like kingdoms during the like old desolations that would have like been around. There's ten, um, there's ten of like, Bornism is like, has all sorts of like ten centric things that I am not smart enough or don't know well enough to point out to you right now, but. Yeah. Well, that they would, um, imitate their god, their, yes. their true yes. god is, mm-hmm. yes. I mean, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So, so yeah, interludes. So, so the first one we get is Eam. Yeah, that's why I pronounced Eam? it. Eam. Okay. Yeah. Uh, even though I've heard stuff like that before, I like like this before. Um, he has this philosophy that we're all oh, a part one, of the yeah. same person. It's like, yeah, there that exists. That's not a new idea. Yes. But um, I don't know. It, it was it's it's still interesting when it comes up. So yes. mm-hmm. I, I I like that. Um, it took me a while to think of this, but. It's, I just read it and, oh, this is a weird thing. Now, after having finished the book, he gets visited by darkness, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. That's nail. <laughs> that's nail. Cause, that's nail? Yeah. That, I didn't get that. Yeah. No, that's, no, that's, no, that, that's like, that's like, I mean, it, it, that's not a spoiler. He... Like, I, that's not a spoiler because it's the same person that goes to see Lyft. And that you later see who provides. Right. Well, I, I figured it out because, oh, wait, the guy in for Eam and the guy for Lyft are both the same. Are, yes. Because they're both, not only because they're both like going out and killing people with powers, but because they're both, they both have that same no emotion. Yes. And I Nail, just don't remember. Yep, yes. Nail is the Skybreaker Herald. So. And, and this comes into play with Lyft, all, well, more so with Lyft. But he, so his, he wants to kill any budding. Oh yeah, that is. I must have just skipped over his description. No, you're good. There's, yeah. there's a lot. Like I, I forget if I caught it on the first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, yeah. So he, now he also, I, he, I'm pretty sure he uses prog- the progression surge in that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm like 99% sure he does. Um, now we're not familiar to as familiar as we could be with his goals. Nails. Nails. Yeah. Um, uh, I, well, go ahead. But since he killed Eam and tried to kill Lyft, um, it's like he's he's after the same thing that Shalon's mother was. <sighs> okay, I'm trying to think. Well, uh, okay, Bridget just trying to kill Ra- budding radiance, Ra- budding radiance. Yeah, I, I, I pretend to pro- proto radiance as well. I, I don't think they use that in world, but the fandom uses pro- proto radiance a lot. Mm. Um, I need unassembled to... Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah. Um, but, uh, the, I'm not gonna talk about Chalon's mom because I need to reread, I don't want to say something wrong and I would need to reread, like, everything there is about her. Okay. Because there's a lot of, like, speculation and unconfirmed stuff. I forget if she's with the ghost blood or the sons of, uh, I, Forget exactly, but mm-hmm. Nail is the Skybreaker Herald. So the Skybreakers are like, like law and order is like, mm-hmm. that's their thing. Um, well, all right, I'm going to back up w- one step from that. Mm-hmm. All of the Heralds are insane in some way, shape or form. I see. Like, 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 I, like, like I, there's I, something mentally off about them. For Tom, for instance, is very demonstrably insane. Well, it's, it's, it's obvious from the get-go. Well, it's funny. Go ahead. There, are there only two that we know so far? Uh, well, all right. So technically, all of them are somewhere in Way of Kings. Uh, oh, my goodness. But, but yeah. Uh, but as far as the ones that you are more, were more likely to have noticed, uh, well, all are right. we going to get introduced to one per book or something? Uh, no, it, it's it's not like that. It, it's 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 not like that. That's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. But well, the, what's interesting is that Talon's crazy, but I think for t- different reasons. I, I'm assuming that the other nine heralds that are not Talon are crazy for reasons of like more having to do with abandoning the oath pact and that 
I don't know. I mm-hmm. I was assuming there were repercussions of that. Mm-hmm. Tolan's crazy because he was tortured for five thousand years, or however many to- however much time passes. Right. Between... He was the was he the one in the Stormlight yes. Archive prologue mm-hmm. that was like the one who died. He yeah he has to be stuck there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. So one that sorry this is ten, this is a very tangent heavy one, but it's fine. Um. So Harold that we have. St- you are more likely to have seen. Nail is the one we see, have seen most of. Nail and Holland we've seen the most of. Um, Shalash. So she's the one, I think it's, she does this in this book too, that's going around breaking all the artwork of herself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so that's Shalash. Um, I'm trying to remember. Well, alright, so then, this is a really, really small detail, but Playa, I think that's the type of not her name, who's the Lightweaver Herald, was one of the people in the Palanium in book one. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> um, uh, oh, yeah, the Palanium, right. Sorry, the library. Yeah. Um, and then, the like, archives, it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yes, but pretty much. It, it, it is, though, like, <laughs> it is. <laughs> Um, the, the, this, this stand into the library of Alexander, no, not, no, not the library of Alexandria because it's still there, but, yeah. um, oh. <laughs> too soon. I know, too soon. Uh, those are the other, I mean, Ishar, you, he's, well, Yezrian is, um, Yezrian and Ishar, no, Yezrian I know is one of the drunk people at the feast. <laughs> So, uh, this is anyways, larger Stormlight Tarsus. Yeah, this is. So we'll, yeah, we're gonna um, pair this back down to di- dial it but, down. But to... but basically uh, to go back to Nail. So Nail's goal is to Nail thinks that the ra- the coming of the radiance is linked to the coming of the desolation, and that if he's able to kill to like prevent the radiance from coming back, that he'll prevent the desolation. Yeah, I mean, I would if they. Sanderson being a solid enough writer, I would presume that he doesn't create characters that don't... He doesn't create any characters that think they're the bad guy. Yes, cor- <laughs> yes, correct, correct. So, yeah. that that makes sense to me. Yeah. What do you remember about Risen, Risen? Oh, Risen, yeah. The, Risen's, I say Risen. Um, Risen's, uh... Which one, which one's the, her interlude in this? Is this the uh, island? Yeah, it's the island. She meets the king, but the king is a woman and they don't call her a queen. They still call her a king. Yes, that's right. And then they meet, here's my source of confusion with that one. Um, okay, I think I know where you're going with this, but go They ahead. meet this like, uh-huh. electric blue Thing yes. that they call a void bringer. Yes, it is not a void bringer. It's not. Yeah, that seems clear-ish <laughs> to me because of all the other stuff with void bringers. Um, and well, uh, <laughs> Lyft also calls uh, getting ahead of myself. Yeah, I Lyft love also Lyft. calls <laughs> uh, Wordle Windle Wordle. Um, yeah, when, yeah, um, her spren, her spren, a void bringer as yeah. well. So. I imagine that a mythical uh, 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 creatures of mythology being haphazardly applied to things that oh. people don't, don't understand. Who, oh, would yes. have, who would have guessed it? Especially in a Sanderson book, where a lot of the things that he plays with are subverting, are subverting the things that people in world think about the world. <laughs> um, yeah, that's um, that is a that is an Amian, I believe. I forget. Man, I'm not gonna go into this because I don't understand this well enough. But it—it's a weird creature with a really long lifespan. Okay. Um, that I know more. I know that he's not the type that I'm thinking of the most. Um, because we we've encountered we've we encountered an Amian we encounter in Way of Kings. I forget his name, but um. Yeah, and we don't really know a whole lot about them. Okay, and then it's I, we, I don't we don't really know yet what what exactly um, traitors and their apprentices 
Oh, they, like what relevance they have to anything? Oh, I, I if it's just world building. I, I out think there. in general, I think Risen is kind of the. I, I think that it's world mostly world building because mm-hmm. because she goes to a lot of places that like we either haven't. Basically, she goes to places that our main characters will probably not be for a long time. Okay. Because she goes to Shinovar in book one or in this one. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to the Reshi Isles. Um, and those are places that are very far removed physically from where our main characters are. So, like, unless Yasna, like, hops over there for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, like... She, she's she's want to do. She yes. Hops, she hops place to place. <laughs> yes. And yeah. I don't even know, because we don't really... Yeah, but... Yeah, anyways. Uh, um, Tawn is creepy. Yeah, yeah, it's, and, it's weird. And I think I think he does it well. Seth yes. Anderson does does creepy good. Yes. Um, Lift. Lift. What are your thoughts on Lift? Lift is a strong voice, a very strong voice. <laughs> um, I yes, will, I will, will, when we do Edge Dancer, we'll go that's more fine. into Yeah, Lyft. we don't, that's fine. Um, yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, yeah, looks fun. I so I, I I can see why some people think she's annoying. I can see that, uh, but I think she's overall fun. It, her scene in this is fun. The or her it's the it is kind of a novella basically. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm already, I'm already like, halfway through it. I haven't. I've I've had like three reading sessions. I'm already halfway through it. Um, yeah. Well, well, no. I, Sorry, I meant her interlude is basically a novella in this book because it's like it's like a fifty or sixty page long interlude. I think. Yeah, it's but, it's a long one, long enough to be a prologue in a in an actual novella. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, um, Lon Lon is the hedonistic ardent under the queen of Alethkar. And that was a really cool sequence because Mm -hmm. you have someone who's like, okay, this he's like showing this devout ardent around and he's like, Okay, we're all just like that's a great sequence. Yeah, we're, it's like we're we're all just like yeah, we don't take anything seriously here. I'm just trying to show you the ropes and make sure that you understand that. Don't get yourself all tied up in a bunch. You, it's really very easy here. And this other Arden is just like, what the heck? This is awful. This is debauchery. Yes. And then you know the inter- interlude just ends with a riot that's bringing down a Lethkar. Well, co- co- Colinar specifically, but yes. Um, Col- okay, yeah, the city, yes, right? The um, capital. Of the capital. Yeah. Um, Where we have I, not. I think gone. that's the most. Yeah, we hadn't gone there before. Well, we, we, you're there in the, in the epilogue of Way of Kings, but it's just the city gate. But it's oh right, uh, yeah. but it's it's still um, because it's it's the capital of Alethkar, and, mm-hmm. and our major characters are Alethi. Um, that's easily the most important thing that's ever happened in an interlude. Like the the most the most yeah. the most significant turn of events, and it's just it's, it's yes. tucked away. In an I mean, for uh, my argument for that is going to be the Teravangian stuff in general, just because it's so big picture. But I mean, yes, as far as like as far as like events mm-hmm. happening, like yeah, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like oh, like that. I mean that you're that's like Washington D.C. erupts and riots. Mm-hmm. Well, well <laughs> yeah. That's like if major cities erupted in riots. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Um, I was going to do a directed stab into Teravangians. You ruined that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, no, no. What was, the, what was the directed stab going to be? Just to be like, Teravangian, go. <laughs> um, um, that is... I mean, you can gush about it if you want to. I, 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 I agree that it is a really smart premise yes. um to have a guy who is um who is of a different intelligence each, each day mm-hmm. the only thing like that i've ever read mm. was in a completely different genre completely different context mm. uh, flowers for algernon oh i haven't read it but i know what it's like it's a, a, a guy who starts out um Totally mentally challenged, yeah. and then gains intelligence mm. um, through an experiment. Yeah, there's what there's a really awesome sci-fi <laughs> short story. I, what I read by Ted Chang that's like that. Okay, good. Yeah, um, but it's 
it's it's an it's really interesting and it it sheds some light on because we we when we get the uh revelation at the end of way of kings that oh he's the cherubangian's a bad guy yes um we're like oh he's such a good actor Oh and yes. Like, mm-hmm. I still think he is. I still think yeah, he, he has is. to be. He, he but is. it might be a little easier for him because mm-hmm. he's he's might be more sociopathic one day than he is another yes. day. Yes. Yes. No, I yeah, I agree. And, go ahead. And this idea honestly, this idea because he essentially he worships as a god him at his most intelligent, which is when he wrote the diagram. Correct. Yes. Correct. That's, I really like, I really like that commentary. As, as be- do everybody that's following him. But yes, because, But the reason I like it is because very often in the real world, intelligence is worshipped. Yes. It is deified uh-huh. in in much the same way that a traditional god is. Yeah. And I like that no, it's it, he's kind of bringing that to light and he's showing that it's misguided. Yes. He's showing it's not a perfect way to go about your life to worship intelligence. Yes. No, it's it's really interesting. It's yeah, and yeah, it's it's just the the idea of an inverse relation and so the yes the, the varying levels of intelligence and the inverse relationship between empathy so the more like the more not unintel- the more unintelligent he is the more empathetic he is and the smarter he is the more sociopathic and like like mm-hmm. basically empathy goes out mm-hmm. the window he is yes um, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, cause if, cause in this one, this is the one where like he takes like the test, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, he starts off yes. with a test. So, and if which he, he probably devised not on the diagram day, but a relatively smart. Yeah. Day. I, I think he, they even like say that in mm-hmm. there or something, yeah. but like he, yeah, it's, um, because if he's too smart or too unintelligent, mm-hmm. they, um, they don't let him like leave his rooms. Yes. Um, and if he's just like totally babbling, it's just yes. like, no, you're not going anywhere. Yes. Um, but even though he says, I have to, I'm the king. They're like, no, no, like, <laughs> you, no, like your, your, your directive uh, kind of going to what your point, your directive, the God that wrote the diagrams or, or like mm-hmm. person that was the closest to the God in the diagram said mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that because they, they take great pains to explain, um, that the, the the odds of the diagram day even having happened at all were astronomical. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's it's absolutely astronomical that it's going to happen again. So that prevents um, the 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 diagram version of Teravangian being anything but abnormal. Yes, it's yes. not going to get normalized because it's like oh, well. If if he even thinks it might happen again, come on, that's a second coming. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. No. Yeah. And, and in fact, they. Uh, so the reason he's co- he collects all of the um, death rattles and such is to just, is to augment the diagram and to like find because it's just, it's just oh boy. Well, I'm I'm. I'm some things that the di- even the diagram couldn't yes, figure out, or, which are yes. things around death and the soul. I think, yeah, and there's and like just, or other random or other changes, like because the death rattles are the death rattles are people seeing. Uh, I'll go a little more into this after Oath Brew because I'm not entirely perhaps uh, some sort of afterlife. It's the moment. This it's it's like when the soul or the consciousness is the word I was hearing. It's the moment where the consciousness is like on the verge between um, life and death. Um, and uh, there is there are things going on with that. Um, 
that I might talk, I'll just wait till after Oathbringer because there's, I could have a larger discussion with this after Oathbringer. But right. yeah, the, the, it's, it is some version of both past, present, and like future sight. Mm-hmm. Or well, potential future sight. Cause obviously it's like, yeah. Okay. Um. And then, so, epigraphs, um, yes. I don't have anything about them, but they are Navani's journal, the listener, or Parshendi's songs. Yes. That, which explicitly describe each one of the forms. Yes. Um, Words of Radiance. Yes. The book within the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, this anonymous letter, which I think you told me is either to or from Hoyd. It, 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 uh, yes, give, uh, it is too Hoyd, it I is believe. Too hoid. Let me, let me double check, but I believe it is too Hoyd. Um, let me find a nice interludes. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, because how does it start? And then the most, uh, the, the funnest one to, Read is easily the diagram, oh, which yeah. is the last oh, yeah. set of epigraphs. Especially when you realize kind of what it is, yeah. it's like because it's basically just the room. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's yeah, it's it's the wait the room. Like like so like all the the the, the oh it's yeah it's, like you're 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 reading the yes, walls. You're, yes you're reading yeah. the walls yeah. and like I think some of them are like third drawer and this just down on the right mm-hmm. or like that yeah mm-hmm. like it's. Yeah, it's like every part of the room is covered, it, like, is physically the diagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when it devolves into numbers. Yeah, that, towards the end. that's, uh, like, that's one where it's like, whoa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some of this stuff in there that's like, yeah. I, I, man, between some of the death battles and some of the things in Book and Way of Kings and, Anything relating to the diagram is going to be crazy. Looking back from book ten and being like, Whoa. "Book of the Second. That's so. That's so. I don't know what that is, but the the Book of the Second Desk Drawer. Yeah, I, it's. I don't. I can't describe it's so, that. So uh, it's interesting. Weird. Um, um, the uh, where? What was I saying? Oh, oh, fun fact. Um, Sanderson has said that like. You could find the ending of the Stormlight Archives is, is, is like in the way of kings. The en- what do you mean? What does like, he mean? The ending? Well, that's the like that's the thing. Is like I he mean, he just says you can find like the, like, yeah, you like can, you there. can predict the ending. Yeah, or, and but I mean, like man, it has to be so like so. Buried in there mm-hmm. that like that like this. If it wasn't, he wouldn't have said it. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He um, wouldn't have called attention to it. And I mean, if if it wasn't buried, then he wouldn't have put it in. It, right? Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's foreshadowing in the tell. T- t- yeah. Because if telling the reader what's going to happen like that is bad writing, but which is not what you do when you're good. Sorry. Here's the one thing that I couldn't picture. Okay. Um, this happens twice in the diagram epigraphs. It says, from the diagram, and this is, this, it, the, the epigraph is it's like, like a paragraph, but it's no spaces. Yeah. Or punctuation. Um, it says, from the diagram, floorboard 17, paragraph 2, each second letter starting with the first. Can oh, you picture that? I have no idea what that is. Every <laughs> second letter starting with the first, but every second letter means every other letter, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I have no idea. So, Maybe it's how it's just how it's draw the letters drawn or something. I, I have no idea. <laughs> starting that, I, I do not. Anyway, yeah, I have no. I, I just thought you might. Yeah, no, I have I have no idea. I, yeah, I'm with that with the diagram in particular. I'm sure there's yeah, and we'll we'll talk more about. A little more of the diagram and kind of future sight as a, or, or like, I should say potential future sight as a thing after Oathbringer. Um, but. Future sight? Like, like predicting the future. Cause that's what the, mm-hmm. cause that's like with the diagram and the death yeah, battles. Yeah, foretelling. Yeah, yeah, foretelling. Yeah, yeah same thing. So. Um, so any overall thoughts on the book? Did we. Oh, did we talk about, uh, I don't know if we talked about, uh, Yasna's return. 
Oh yeah, we yeah. Uh, b- basically, I. Sent- I was like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when I was reading it, I didn't pick up on that she wasn't dead in originally. Uh, I, I've since learned my lesson. <laughs> um, but uh, he martined um, Eshenai and he martined um, Sadius, Sadius, especially Martin Sadius. Yeah, Mar- but- yeah he's especially Martin Sadius. Because Eshenai is kind of like, oh, that's usually what happened. Like the the villain falls from a cliff. Like, yeah, Eshenai, Eshenai is like, yeah. I'm like I, I saw Gollum do that, and he was fine later. So, well, I- and, and 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 to be fair, like that is something he would do. And people in this book survive that fall. Like when Kaladin, now they're radiant, but like when Kaladin and uh, Shallan. I guess yeah. that, that's kind of an and exception. And she still had uh, shard plate. That's true. Oh. Yeah. So she, so she would have really kind of had a lot of. I would have bought. I would have bought it. Yes. Is the point. No. Yes. It, it, it is believable. Um. Yeah. But. Um. But yeah. With. With Yasna and he is. Sanderson has said, I think, that he regrets the Yasna fake out. And but it, but he needed to yeah. do it so that Shalon could could, you know, do hero's journey stuff. Yes, pretty, pretty much. Cause for that, cause, and she also, I might have mentioned this if we talked about it in the first episode, but she breaks the plot of this book cause she knows everything that Shalon like finds out over the course of the mm-hmm. entire book. Yes. Um, like it, she just didn't have time to like, now what she was doing in Shadesmore, uh, it's a good question, but like, <laughs> or like why it took her, so long to like get back I will eventually find out but um the script gave her a specific time that she needed to stay in there yeah pretty pretty much kind of like a rest um when (laughs) when you're playing a a, a piece this is how long you have to stay out of the orchestra it it, kind of is though yeah yeah uh, Hoyt, is this, I think that this is the Hoyt, um, or with, um, which one is this? Oh, oh yeah, Expectation. Um, I, I also, okay, so I feel like expectation. this, yes, I feel like this epilogue, um, okay, so this is the heart of what Hoyt's saying. Expectation. That is the true soul of art. If you can give a man more than he expects, then he will laud you his entire life. If you can create an air of anticipation and feed it properly, you will succeed. Conversely, if you gain a reputation for being too good, too skilled, beware. The better art will be in their heads, and if you give them an ounce less than they imagined, suddenly you have failed. Suddenly you are useless. He goes on. Yeah. But... I think that's a pretty like meta statement of Sanderson saying both about him, but just kind of in general, like, Hey, look like, but basically, and this is also even more relevant now as nerd pop culture gets even more popular. Mm. Um, the idea of like, I mean, Game of Thrones is probably the best example of this, just writ large of the fan expectation and stuff. But, um, but, like, where, yeah, it, it, I think it's just relevant for today. If it were me, um, I know that um, I would I, I would use a character like Hoyd to express my shower thoughts that didn't wouldn't otherwise fit into the street, the line of the story. But, but that, and I think that that's kind of what he does. Yeah. Cause even like in some of his, like, even sometimes when he, I feel like, I bet like that's some of the insults and stuff. Like, I bet that's when, I bet like, the, like that's all, all some of the insults. Some that's, of the, yeah, that's the type thing that it's hard to, if you're like, uh, Writing the scene, yes. it's hard to just think of those as you're writing the scene. Those right. are the types of lines that it's better to they plug just in. To, yes, where you have a notebook and you plug them in. Okay, this one will go well here. Yes, yes, um, yeah. Uh, I have one more thing. Yes, um, just the the reason that the Stormlight Archive, and again, I'm sure we'll gush over this more after Oathbringer, but the reason the Stormlight Archive is currently my favorite book series is because the entire, or well, a major theme is about, for the characters, is about self-actualization. 
and that and like becoming the person the like best version of yourself uh, and it, it's it's literally built into the plot when the characters have to like basically speak oaths mm-hmm. that deal with because they're all, he chose the, these char- he chose characters for their specific orders for a reason because that's who, who, and and because the the oaths mean something to them yes, personally. Exactly. Yes. O- otherwise, they wouldn't be in that order. Like if if Kaladin didn't care about protecting people, he wouldn't be a windrunner. If, right. Like if if Dalinar like just wanted to rule, he wouldn't. May, well, maybe you, you might find people that would argue he would still be a bondsmith. But yeah, um, and I mean, Shalon is a light weaver because she creates lies. Yes. She creates lies around her own background. Yes. She, she, she presents mm-hmm. a lie without any sort of investiture. She creates, yes. she creates a lie mm-hmm. as she goes about life. Yes, um, which is why the, um, they're like, why the light weavers don't have, oh, well, after the first ideal, which is the life for death. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. They don't have oaths because they would just lie about them anyway. Right. It's, yeah, it's like, it's like the, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. So they would, and so, yeah, so they, they have. Are like, making our liars take oaths? It's man. silly. Oh, um, is that, is that, never mind. Is that, never mind. Okay. No, it wasn't from anything. Okay, okay. Um, it's interesting, you describing about Stormlight being your um, favorite because. How you, because it's about self self actually yeah and that the um just sorry the last part of that comment would be that like all all the characters have to overcome significant thing significant personal struggles in order to like progress as a radiant and mm-hmm. what he's really saying is as a person. Well, we each have our own series that we put above series that were our the series that was our favorite. Harry Potter. Yes. Um, for me, the magicians is about self actualization. Yeah, I get. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. So I find that yeah, it's, it, it makes sense that I guess that we would no, uh, there, yeah, prize that. Yeah, no, there, um, there's definitely that in magicians since the teen years when Harry Potter reigned supreme. Yes. Well, okay, actually, in the teen years, Wheel of Time reigned supreme, <laughs> and Harry yeah, Potter was, made a comeback, and then yeah, it was a hot, I read I, the magicians, and everything changed. No, everything changed when Love Grossman came attacked. Uh, it, yes. Attacked. Yeah, there you <laughs> um, go. yeah, no, but yeah, yeah, it's a whole other podcast. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't discover Stormlight till like late, mid late college, till like late college. Um, so it's totally different where, yeah, yeah, so it's mm-hmm. completely different, um, yeah, perspective, so. Mm-hmm. All right, I think. That's it, yeah, that's all it, the, all the overall thoughts about how, the place that I have for this book in the series, I think I've already said. Yeah, we, and, we touched and, on a lot of. Yeah, in the beginning, so no need, no need to, res- to yeah. revisit that. As a wholesome. All right. Yeah. Um, I expect to, uh, Finished Edge Dancer soon. Whether that's the next one remains to be seen. Okay, sounds good. So it'll, yeah, it'll be probably that or either that or Crown of Swords Wheel of Time Book Seven. Next. Yes, we're almost halfway there. <laughs> well, a little less because we'll probably we'll do something with New Spring. But yeah, anyways. All right. Well, okay. this has again been the third and final part of Words of Radiance. We're your host Johnny and John, and thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.